Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Well, hey there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for doing both, if that is who you are. Thanks just for being a part of a community of people who are trying to make Jesus famous. I really do appreciate all that you are doing, and I hope that the next few minutes that we spend together is going to be a benefit for you. My name is John. I'm a part of the Kavanaugh Media team, and our singular focus is to be a Christian digital agency. We want to use marketing and media and technology and use every possible means to see that the gospel goes to every possible people group every possible nation, every possible place that we can to make Jesus famous. And so thanks for spending some time watching this show, if you're watching us on YouTube, or listening. If I'm in your ear as you listen to the Christian Media Marketing Show as your podcast, thanks for taking some time out. I really do appreciate it. As we get started today, I'm going to be addressing some, really some specific stuff about just what we do with our ads. And when I say we, I mean you and me. As we are all working together to try to make Jesus famous, I think it's important for us to think about our audience and our offer. Before I get to that, I do want to just reference some continual things about the one-to-many project that I talked about just a couple weeks ago on the show here. We, I alluded to this last week, but we've been working hard with our partners and others to help eliminate every barrier that we can to getting the gospel out there and to helping you to partner with you. That's essential. We want this to be field-driven. We want this to be something where we're not just running ads, but there is a possibility, a person, a team who can do follow-up, who can evangelize and disciple people whenever and wherever they might be. And so it's no good for us to run ads if no one can follow up on them. That's, as I've said before, it's kind of like spiritual abortion. And I know that that's a really tough issue right now here in the States where I live. But the truth is, is if you let the baby be born and then you do nothing to provide for them, that baby's not going to survive. And a babe in Christ is the same way. If a person is responding to some of this material that they see, they're watching videos, they're sending messages, even if they come to faith, if there's nobody there to really disciple them or to really share the gospel with them, to bring them to that point of salvation, what are we doing? Like, I, I don't feel like we're, we're fulfilling what it is, the, the process that we're supposed to do. So it's important not that just people watch a video or how many people clicked on an ad. It's important to connect that seeker with someone who will walk with them. To that end, we're going to be starting first off here in three countries that we are specifically looking to do work in, Bangladesh, Turkey, and Japan. If you know of a mission team, an organization, or a church who would like to follow up on potential seekers when they're identified, we will do the marketing. We will be finding and and paying for responders and working through that process. We're going to use some of the best software that's out there to make sure that our responders' identities are protected, as well as the people who are responding. 
And we're even going to be able to help cover a lot, if not all, of the initial ad costs for this effort. So we just need people who will partner with us. My hope is that multi-organizational, multi-denominational, many, many teams and people will work together. Not one methodology, not one denomination, but the body of Christ working together. That's my hope. That's what I'm praying for. And I'm anticipating the kickback and the spiritual warfare to this, but I am ready to do that work, and I want to be able to do it with you. So if you know of people who specifically are in those three locations, please talk to them. Talk to me. Reach out to us at Kavanaugh. We'll reach out to them. If you need more information, please send us a message through the the form to contact us on our KavanaughMedia.com website, or you can just send me a message on Twitter. I'm, I'm on there, so you can add, direct message me there, just to John Rawls. So either way, please be praying about this. I'm excited about it. I'm so thankful for our partners and people supporting so that even the ads themselves can be covered so that we're just trying to remove every possible way that we can. Now, this is not to diminish any of the other locations or works. There's lots of individual teams that we're partnering with. There's lots of other countries we're going to be doing this in. This is just the first three on the one-to-many. So from one account, benefiting many different groups and teams. Okay. So if you've got questions, please reach out to me. I would love to talk to you about it. All right, let's move into some more training and material. This is something that I have really been thinking about because there's a great ministry. It's doing some tremendous work out there. And one of the things that we noticed was that lots of people are clicking, but not a lot of people then are engaging. Or another ministry that we work with, we noticed that the ads are going out, but it's just not even getting people that are clicking on it. Why might that be? That's the question. Even if something's working well, what, what is it that's making that ad work better than maybe another one? I know there's a lot of challenges when it comes to social media marketing. When you are on the push side with Facebook or Instagram, it's a real challenge when some of the interest targeting has gone away. Until you can build those custom audiences and lookalike audiences, I get it. It's tough. There's also, when you're talking about pull strategy, there's challenges for verification and doing that. There's challenges to learning how to do Google ads and how to optimize there. I get it. Maybe you're trying to try one of these new platforms, maybe something like TikTok, and and you've been doing it, and then your account got shut down, and you don't have any idea why. Or you're putting stuff out, but nobody's watching it. It hasn't gone viral. Whatever it might be, whichever platform you're trying to use, there are some basic principles about understanding your audience and your offer that I would really like to just go over with you. All right, so let's dive into this and really understand who your audience is and what it is that you're offering to them. That's the key thing here. Right message to the right person at the right time and even on the right device. So when you're beginning to think about your just your audience itself, here's nine questions that you could go through. And it's important to think through these. I will say this, that when we're talking about a persona, which is what we're saying here, your, your avatar, your persona, your target audience, that the algorithms are getting better and better at this. 
I encourage people to start very broad and let the algorithm tell you more about your persona. So these questions here are more about your offer or your ads themselves as you get going. There was a team that I worked with and they spent a tremendous amount of time doing research, really good research, and talking to their potential audience and that that drove their video content that they created and it was all about, have you seen the man in white? Well, no, nobody responded. In fact, somebody responded with a comment saying they thought they saw him down at the bakery. But the, the whole ad was so specific that it didn't really relate to the target audience per se. So maybe making it a little bit more broader might help here. But understanding that, in like in that context, there were many people having visions of a man in white, that's going to help you. Okay? It's just... Sometimes we can get so specific with the ad that we miss it. It's too targeted, and we don't let the algorithm do what it can do. So we're saying if you're just getting started, keep it broad, and don't do a time-based. Give your algorithm lots of time. All right. So go for frequency-based instead of time-based. But once you're doing this, always be thinking about your audience. These questions will help you as you prepare in the beginning, but it will also help you as you prepare more and more ad journeys. So things like where does your seeker hang out? Where are they congregating, both online and offline? This can help you on your offline when you're thinking about testimonial videos or just shooting what's called B-roll footage, local footage that you're going to put Bible verses or audio over the top of them. Where does your seeker get their information? Where are they going online or what papers or what TV stations? Where are they looking to get information about any given subject? What are their biggest frustrations and challenges? Now, this is where it's beginning to get really good here. The more we understand your target audience, that seeker's pain points, the better we will be able to say, here is good news to that. Here is an answer to that. Here is a solution to that. So we need to know what those questions, what those frustrations, those those pain points, and it's both internal and external. Externally, we're facing this challenge. Internally, this is how it makes me feel. So what are those frustrations or challenges, both external and internal? What are their hopes, their dreams, their desires? What are they longing for? Just as a side note, it seems like the more I do this, there's a lot of universal ones that are out there. People want things like peace. People want things like love and acceptance. And the nice thing about that is each and every one of those is a fruit of the Spirit. It's something that God offers. And so that, I believe, is something that people are searching for. But you can get it really specific. How do they describe it? What are those hopes or dreams that they might have? What are then are some of their biggest fears? Because Fears stop us many times from clicking that button or taking that step of faith or just exploring more. What might stop someone from doing this? Oh, others will hear and know that I'm searching about Jesus? Then you can put something in your copy about talking to someone privately who would be glad to answer your questions or to download a Bible or to be able to to do whatever in a way that will protect them or reference their fears that they might have. Oh, I don't know if I want a a physical Bible. Well, your landing page of where they can get a Bible can address that. 
how they can get a digital one as well. So what are their fears, the biggest ones, because that might stop them from responding? What is their preferred form of communication? Maybe you're running Facebook ads, but you realize, well, maybe Facebook Messenger in this location where our people isn't the number one choice. So how do they want to communicate? This is really important for your responders. This is one reason why we like Echo is because it gives us multiple ways within one inbox for our responders to respond back to that seeker. But it also gives the seeker the choice of where they want to keep that conversation going. So it might start on Instagram Direct or Facebook or a comment or something and then move over to a phone call or to text messages or some other way. What's their preferred form? of communication. What phrases, what language do they use a lot? This is important so that your copy, your ads sound local. It makes sense to them. You're not using words or phrases that they don't understand. That's things that they wouldn't say. So this is really important. What phrases, exact language do they use? What does your seeker's life look like? What's their day-to-day life look like? Are they getting up? When are they checking social media? When do they go on it? Is it in the afternoon? Is there a siesta? Is there a break time? What does their life look like? Good, bad, pain points, all of that. And then finally, what makes them happy? What is it that brings joy to them? What is it that will bring a smile to their face? Knowing these things will help you better align what the good news of Jesus Christ is to that potential seeker where they are right at that point in time. So the, the idea of this that we have read before and talked about before is that 3% in a business sense, in an e-commerce world, it says are ready to buy right now. 17% are gathering information. 20% are aware of the problem. They just haven't started finding a solution yet. 60% are not even even aware of a problem. Now, universally, here in digital marketing and and especially in push marketing, what we're seeing is 1% to 2% will respond if you give them enough time. Digital engagement is not a magic bullet. It's not a thing where you just run an ad for a month and you think we're going to have big movements. If it was super easy like that, you wouldn't need this digital. You would already have movements going. But you do want to see that 1% to 2%. Same thing on your ads, your click-through rate. We're looking for 1% to 2% or even higher if the Lord would provide. But So in this world, people, not everyone is ready. Not everyone is a seeker. Some are looking already and beginning to, to seek, but many just have the problems, those pain points in their life. They don't even know there's an answer to them. In fact, so many in the world are numb to these pain points or they don't even realize that there's a problem. So the way we have to craft our ads and our marketing can help shape who sees these ads and who responds to them, which one of these percentages. So you need to think about it, what it is that you're trying to do. Your ad itself has one job and that is to sell the click, to get them to click to send you a message or to comment or to watch more or to download something. Your job, the job of an ad is not to convince them. It's not to give the answer. It's not necessarily to give the solution. It's to let them know that there is one 
and then we want them to click. We want them to begin that process with us. So we need to think like a doctor. We need to think about what it is that we're offering them. I went to the VA doctor this morning. As the day of this, I'm recording this podcast and this video show. I, early this morning, was at a VA hospital. It's part of what I have to do for just checking on my cancer and also just my physical health. Well, I don't walk in there and the doctor starts saying, well, you need this pill, you need to stop doing this, and you need to do that. They may even think that they have some ideas, but what the nurse does before I ever met the doctor and then the doctor is they're listening and they're asking questions and then they're beginning to talk to me about some solutions. So if you give a prescription and you have not diagnosed the problem, well, in the medical world, that's malpractice, right? And so in our world, it's, it's a bad practice. So it's kind of like the old idea of Radio Shack. If, you, if you've ever heard of that company here in North America, at least, it was one that was selling electronics. And they had a, they had a catchphrase, you've got questions, we've got answers. Well, sometimes we're out there in our ads just going, we have an answer, but we don't know the question. We don't know the problems. So we need to think like a doctor. We need to sell this idea of good news. Not, I'm not talking money. I'm talking about giving this offering to people just like a doctor would. We need to diagnose. We need to understand what's going on. So a strong offer will succeed in spite of maybe weak copy. A strong copy, though, won't overcome a weak offer. What is it that you're offering? So the best laser-targeted traffic in the world can't save an ordinary, eh, it's good enough kind of offer. What are you offering the world that will seem to them as a huge benefit? You and I know this. We know the value, the offer, the, the unbelievable value of Jesus and of what he brings to our lives. But like the book Sell Like Crazy says, you can have the latest landing page building software. You can have the most advanced sales funnel possible. You can have contingency plans up the wazoo. The best Google, the best Facebook ad gurus running the most advanced trafficking campaigns. You can use heat map software installed on your website. But if you don't have an irresistible offer for your market, then none of it matters. You can have great video, great, great looking ads. You can have all sorts of technology and software and websites and huge ad spend. But at the end of the day, it's about getting the good news out to them. It's about the person who is the good news and providing that answer or that solution to them. That is the offer that we have to figure out as we're giving it to them. But we can't just say, oh, well, here's how you get forgiveness if that's not what they're looking for. So we have to go back to those pain points that we're sharing with them. So what is good news to them? What would good news look like to your target audience, maybe to a mom or to a dad or to a college-age student? What is good news to them? What pain points does the scriptures address that Jesus is the answer to, that the, the fruit of the Spirit will show in their lives when they accept Him? What is good news? Paul says that in the beginning, there in 1 Corinthians, there's faith, hope, and love. These three things remain faith, hope, and love. But I would submit to you that when it comes to your marketing, whether that be push, Facebook and Instagram, or Google, pull type of ads or YouTube ads, 
that we need to start with love or whatever those those that good news looks like on a personal level to them which brings hope which will lead them to faith don't jump to the end don't skip the steps don't offer the things that sound good to you make the offer good to them the things that they are looking for the things that are the pain points in their lives and then what would Jesus say to them same thing with your responders start right there and begin to walk through them kind of like the the eunuch when Philip came up on them he had questions and it says that Philip started right there Acts 8 with that question and began to explain the way of the Lord to him So that's the process that you and I should be doing. So I hope this helps. I hope it is an encouragement to you that you can continue to think through what kind of ads, what kind of media, what kind of resources on your website are you putting out there. This is where search terms and your SEO, your search engine optimization can help. All of this is going to help you connect your message to the right person at the time that they're seeking and on the device that they're using to do that on. That's our hope for you. So thanks for listening. If if you haven't, subscribe to the podcast. If you, I would love for you to do that. Same thing with the YouTube channel. We're just getting it started up. So we would love for you to subscribe. When you do that, you get to sit right there at the front. You get notified. You find out about it as soon as we release it. Our plan, as always, is every Friday to release a new episode for you. It may be Facebook. It might be Google. It might be strategy. It could be training like this. Whatever it might be, our goal is to help you make Jesus famous. So until next time, keep doing the things that are working. Keep experimenting. Keep pushing forward. Be a person of prayer and help us know ways that we can help you and how we can partner together to get the gospel where it is not. Thanks so much for all you do. Take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.